0: To another episode of In Those We Trust podcast. I am Malik Howard. Uh, I currently have the queen with me, Catherine, uh, my girlfriend with me.
1: Hi, everyone. Hi, Malik.
0: <laughs> Hello, Catherine. Um, so for this episode, this is a very special episode. Um, and in this episode, we're kind of going to change the, the language of it. And instead of In Those We Trust, it's going to be In Women We Trust. And this is something I want to create. Um, I want to create this segment um, really based on just just understanding women as a whole um, and really take the time to to get different perspectives and things like
1: that out there. Right, and I think that it'll be a little bit of background and our relationship and how we've go- grown through mm-hmm. um, the trials and tribulations for the past six years. 100%. So that'll be, and then, I mean, just a little bit of my insight and then the influence I've had from different women in my life who I yeah, trust. Yeah, exactly. So, who have also become part of your family in your life.
0: Yeah, so we can go ahead and get, we should get started with like just a small cap of of what our relationship has been um, within the last four, oh, six years. Wow, it's so crazy to say. Uh, within the last six years and what um, that has been. We have been through a lot of the transition phases of what college is, especially going, I mean, what college and high school and now into the real world, even though we're still in school, um, but what that looks like and what what's that change has been over time for us, so if you want to start it off i'll let you, I'll give you the floor
1: so we started dating senior year of high school right mm-hmm. a month before graduation, and our first um year was college and I went to the community college and you were doing e o f so it was based in camden handoff um, i I would say that our first year was was really nice because we actually did take the time to get to know each other we did start dating really soon after talking uh but we um we were both growing and exploring so i don't think we held each other back in any aspect um and then you know all throughout college i would say that was a little more challenging Mm -hmm. you were my first boyfriend so i think a lot of that has to do with just how i was able to um it was just a different experience it was a different type of commitment for me yeah i've been a loyal person so it was almost like i waited for you i chose you and then i was gonna make it work with you
0: Mm. so it was it wasn't the fact that uh you never had uh a boyfriend or anything like that it was just like a total new experience in itself like there was Mm -hmm. so it was so different than anything that has happened um in this like this whole encompass of itself
1: right and you know like i said you were my first boyfriend so i was also going through um a really weird period of my life um my parents weren't together anymore Mm. and uh i've always been really super family oriented but i think it kind of happened all at the right time i was able to now get to know you spend time with you do things with you where Mm -hmm. i think it would have been really different if um, my family situation at home was not what it currently turned into
0: yeah thinking of that like perspective like that would that's a huge like change in like just your at-home life and then um the change in me coming into that time, like we both came into each other's lives, like a pivotal point in our lives. I mean, mm-hmm. We we both said it, like you know, with all that was going on at home, my own, at home life at the time, and then for you, it was your world was finally getting turned upside down for like the first time. Like it was just everything going on within your household, and then me coming into that picture was totally different. Yeah. So that threw a wrench in there. So now we move into we graduated from high school and and now we're in college and we're trying to maneuver. Um, through still learning to to be with each other because that's mm-hmm. that was our first year. Our first year, we went from high school into college. Right. So now we made that transition of okay, what's next? What's going to be the 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 picture for us? Um, through this time, and I think you were important in like setting the boundaries, setting the standards of like what's going to be next for us. Um, coming um during our college careers in separate schools. Um, right. I was I commuted the first year, so that was a, okay. It was okay. But then the second year where we speak of our second year was very 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 like rough like is where we went. It was I our... think
1: two to three was our hardest mm-hmm. patch, and I think just because we've always been individuals, so. But I feel like a lot of people would feel like we're we've always been a couple, mm-hmm. like you know when they think about Malik they're like oh Cat Malik or when they think about Cat oh Malik and Cat, mm-hmm. um and I think that was a a trying time where we had to stay true to who we were and what we wanted because we were still trying to figure it out, right? But it was different friend groups, different interests, um, you know, curricular activities, extracurricular activities. Mm -hmm. So still finding the time to do all of what college is supposed to be, fun and free, and then being committed and loyal to this relationship where it was hard. I think... I don't think the hardest part was being in the relationship. I kind of just think it was blending both of our worlds. As a side of,
0: yeah. um, so you know, being in a relationship and really what I wanted to hit on too, like it's two totally different people, um, coming in. So we say like opposites attract. So what was the difference you think in like, or how was it balancing like my personality compared to your personality in itself? I-
1: personalities yeah. i mean like no two people in the world are the same do we complement each other i definitely think so i've always been mature and responsible like from a very young age so i like when you yeah, said it's so i was funny
0: how like i was i was always known as like you know being a very mature person and you yourself like you you had to grow up quick and like that was i wouldn't say you had to grow yeah you did have to grow up quick with like learning how to like just pay bills and speak up for your family and things like that. Like, you had to be the one to, like, grow up and step up within your household, too.
1: Right. And a lot of it was us figuring things out for the first time. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so then
0: bouncing personalities.
1: Yeah. So I think we were both really responsible, um, outgoing, and I think that's what allowed us to come together.
0: Yeah. We were so, both of us were, like, so career driven. Like Right like scholarly driven so like we know what's we don't know what's next but we know like we're on this path for like whatever may be next for the both of us really
1: right and we were intentional Mm -hmm. right like we faced hardships you not getting into university me choosing to just do rcbc yeah um and then, not even knowing if I could get into the program that I wanted to, yeah, so we definitely both faced those adversary adversaries <laughs> adversities adversities well <laughs> um, adversaries <laughs> adversities, and did we balance each other, obviously, because yeah. I mean, I feel like you were good at being there for me, but I think that that has to be one of our weaknesses in the relationship, like I depend on you to uplift me like when i'm low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely do. Uh and, yeah. and i feel like you kind of will be upset and just suck it in and hold it out. And you know, i could try to comfort you and everything, but that doesn't really work for you. You need time and space. Like yeah. for me, if you just come come to me like, "Oh, thanks, i feel better."
0: Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's wow, yeah, you're right because we're totally different in that sense of like um I think it was hard for me in the beginning to be that person that had to, like, fill your cup at all times. And I always felt like, okay, I'm always having to fill her cup, but I always feel like I'm taking from me, and it's taking a lot from me. Mm -hmm. To whereas now I learned that, like, you're not taking from me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just, you're yourself, and that's how you heal. Um, and that I had to learn that, like you weren't taken out of my cup. You weren't one of those people, like you know, you see those posts and it's like, don't be with someone that don't be with someone that's just taking, 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 and mm-hmm. not giving back to you, because you still are putting into my cup on a daily basis. You know, words of affirmation and and through the, you know, the the woes that we go through in life, like your bucket, I'm fi- I have you, I have to presently fill your bucket to where it's right. like you because
1: when I overflow, I overflow to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I would definitely say that. So then within that. Um, as a woman in a relationship, how do you feel that like you have grown and brought growth, like or seen growth within me with you being a woman in the relationship?
1: Um, damn, did I help you out? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would definitely say that I'm. I can wholeheartedly say I'm proud of the man you have become. Mm -hmm. We definitely still struggle today, you know. Like it's difficult. And those are just like the more you grow up and the more you live, you realize that you hold these like, um, traumatic experiences, and then just the way you grew up. You know, like how you think if you guys hear our dog, yeah, Biscay, he's, got, that's he's so he's extra. Scott. He's resting. <laughs>
0: he's so extra, dude. Um, you would think he worked like a twelve-hour shift today,
1: right? But back to what I was saying. You, like we both, um, we both definitely still struggle, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like we've been able to, and I don't want to lose focus. What what was it that you said again?
0: What was, um, you know, bouncing uh, within, like, what was the biggest growth? Oh, for me. Right? And come? I have seen in you, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So it's been taking the time. I think, to listen and acknowledge a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I feel... And we still have our um, trials, but I don't think that I could have been and stayed in a relationship with you if I didn't feel valued or if I feel I didn't have a place. Yeah. Because I know who I am as a woman, Mm -hmm. right? And I've been super independent. Like, if I put something to my mind, like, mind you, I'll complain, I'll struggle, and I'll do a whole, you know, like... It's the end of the world, but, like, if I don't come through the other side, it's not (laughs) cat.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right? So, like, I know I can do that by myself. Like, I know I can grow up, get a car. I know I can get a job. Mm -hmm. I know I can get a house. Like... I know I can travel like since a little girl, I've always wanted to travel by myself. And I'm just like, if somebody were to tell me, hey, cat, pick up and leave right now and you won't be able to see your family for another year. I'd be like deuces. Mm -hmm. Like it's just kind of it's been easy for me to feel that. Right. I'm I'm a Sagittarius. So that's just like Mm -hmm. I'm wanderlust. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I can go anywhere at any time. And I think the moment I, I discovered for myself that you were a big part of my life was when I was like, damn, I don't want to go without Malik.
0: <laughs> yeah, so then your plans, like, within within me and dating each other is like, okay, we come as a package and, like, in itself that it's, it's us too and no matter what we do and, and thinking of the future, like you're thinking about us in the future. Mm-hmm. So then touching in that um, – you know, in a relationship, there are two different aspects of, like, you know, that's just the way it is. Like, and and I don't, I'm not, I'm a chisme man, like, and I don't believe in, like, you know, the woman has to be in the kitchen. The man has to, you know, do your work. So, like, that. I don't believe and in I that And I think
1: stuff. you, and I think you struggle with your tendencies sometimes where I'm like, please check yourself or acknowledge this w- is w- my w- vulnerability. Um, just like, so, like, I get super emotional when my period is coming Mm, or I or like if I'm just like I need help or like I can I can be direct like I need help or I want you to do this and you and you'll just be like like tough up get over it do it and I'm just like that's not what I want to hear like I can tell myself that
0: because okay so then where I'll touch on that is because the rest of the 20 or so days of the month I get that not that I don't need a man Catherine but I get that I can do it. I'm strong. I got this shit. So it's hard for me to like recognize it. Okay, time is changing the month. I have to recognize what she's going through, her hormones, things like that. And that's hard for me to do as well. Um, to where I have to make that transition and be like, All right, I gotta show up. I understand that like and that might be after, like after the fact, that's what we may have an argument, whatever that I'm like, okay, like that's my reasoning behind like why the fuck that wasn't that like why didn't I recognize that portion of it? Because mm-hmm. it changes within you. Like week to week like one week you'll be a superwoman the next week you'll be like i don't want to do anything i just need my man to hold me you know what i mean so it's different right. so i I, have, I deal with um those changes in perspective so then what, I, what my question was like as a woman do you feel that like there was certain pressures or certain things that you like couldn't believe that, like you stepped up and you're like wow i can't believe i'm actually like cooking for this guy like i can't believe like something like that's small but like as a woman like you know you just step into these roles
1: yeah for sure um you are lazy as hell <laughs> like you love everything to be given to you like oh thanks for the food where's the fork how am i supposed to eat this you know you'll say something like that where i'm like get up you know like i'm already getting up and it comes from yeah. my heart to get up and cook you a meal yeah. and i've always been that person. Like. Yeah. To this day, they'll be like, no, can you cook? i am be like, cook something. Yeah, like, yeah. cook something for us. Yeah. Like, I've always had to. So, I think that just comes with, again, how I grew up and how I matured really young. Because that's why I had to take that independent. That's why I had to take that. I'm this boss and whatever I want, I'm going to go for it and yeah. I'm going to get it. Yeah. And I brought that to our relationship in multiple ways. And was me cooking... A meal for you ever hard for me? Absolutely not. Was me picking up and doing laundry? Absolutely not. But do I ex- expect the same from you?
0: Yeah. yeah I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: like, okay, I did it. Now you do that. Yeah. Or come and help me. My biggest thing is like, I don't want to do it alone. So come and help me. Even if I'm doing the bed. I'm like, you go on the other side.
0: Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, that that pisses me off more than anything. Like mm-hmm. I'll be sitting there. And I'm like, because when I look at it, when I do something, I do it on my own. Like, if I make the bed, I make the bed by myself. If I watch this, I watch this by myself. But, like, the one aspect where I, I kind of agree with you in is, like, when you're cooking, like, I shouldn't just, you know, be sitting there watching TV. Like, right. I should be Malik right there Malik loves
1: with you. to go watch videos. I'm like, can you at least sit in the room with me? Like, talk mm-hmm. to me. Like, I haven't seen you.
0: <laughs> uh, Okay, so then, um, within, like, you know, understanding, you know, any man that's about to go in a relationship with a woman, like, what you need to understand going into it is, you know, this is a woman or like, let's just say in high school, you know, you were going into womanhood. You were just fresh, like going into like, you know, mm-hmm. establishing yourself as a woman outside of academics. You weren't just right. a student just anymore. setting the type of yeah.
1: relationships I want because you go through it. I can tell you personally firsthand. I know the traumas and experiences of different women who are in abusive relationship or toxic mm-hmm. relationships or. Yeah. You know, just like don't know how to fend for themselves. And I live that with my family, like straight, straight up, like Mm -hmm. live that with my family. So I you always talk out of your mouth and like, boy, I wish or I hope he did. And not that like I've ever had to or tempted you. But I'm like, Malik, that's one thing that we're not going to do. like We've been there several times. Right. And that's just because of your upbringing and the different dynamics you had with your family but like yelling for me is like a no-go because i yell like if you yell i will yell at you 10 times harder and you could say one thing i will dig <laughs> the dagger all mm-hmm. the way in yeah. like you set me off i'm fuel to mm-hmm. your fire mm-hmm. you know so like and those are things that I've had to try to learn and live and go through and change about myself because it's not something I, I want and yeah. it's not something that I like for our relationship. So that's always been an, like, you know, a take and give on our part where it's like, all right, Malik, so this is what we're not going to do because I don't believe in that. Yeah. You can try A, A, B, yeah, and yeah. C yeah. and we'll move forward. And we had to do that in several occasions.
0: A hundred percent. Um. So... In within that that portion, like, um, what should men know? Like, when you you know, when you start dating a woman, you're just all you can think about is like, okay, I hate when people say don't judge a book by its cover because you, that's life. Um, Right. I
1: only judge books by the covers. Yeah, and (laughs) like all these books have been judged by the covers. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but with with you, there's there's a different portion within that um where I say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But for me, is when you look at a female, you always go by looks, and you and vice versa for a man. Like you, you're not attracted to someone. You first off, your looks attract you to someone. That's that's off key. Offer that's that's just right. what my belief is. Your well, looks I, attract I someone.
1: Mean, first off, you can be attracted to somebody because they're kind. Oh, that person was so sweet. Like that yeah. was nice. Okay,
0: so then you go into that, and then that's right. where my portion is. Like, okay, like I was attracted to you. Um, I saw you as like you know a girl that's beautiful, and then like just walked the halls. And then when I got to know you and I saw your aura, the way you walk, just the little things, and that's what magnifies it. So then that's where I understand, like, don't judge a book by its cover because there's so many badass women out there. And then you get to know them, you're like, yo, your personality is shit. I could, like, I do not want to even be around right. you. So then and you the, didn't
1: like me at first. So. No,
0: I didn't. I, when I first met you within that first day, yeah. Well, then once I got to know you in class and I, like, we had, like, an incident where, like, I spilled soda. And you know, Cat can never shut her mouth and has to speak on every situation. Um, she like jumped at me and was like, "Are you like, you don't know how to clean up this mess? Da-da-da. You're not doing this right. You're not doing this right."
1: Because he was laughing as the soda was still spilling off of the chair, and I'm like, <laughs> "Flip the can up! Like, stop your problem."
0: Yeah. So I, I was like, so I, off the off the rip, I didn't like you, but again, if if I guess this kind of counters my um contradicts my what I just said. Don't judge a book by its cover. Um, but. Within that, like I looked at you and I, that's we'll take
1: all- the time to judge the book yeah. beyond its cover, yeah, I guess is exactly. what we can say.
0: But within that, did you like what do you think for men to understand? Like, you know, you're going to this new relationship with the woman. Like, what did you feel like I had to learn or like you had to teach me? Um, going into that perspective, like you're beginning to date me, you're getting to know me, I'm not just like every other woman out there. Um, and I had to learn those lessons, you know, like I had, I had an ex girlfriend, I had been with other women. Um, I had dated before, but it was, like, totally different than ever being with any other woman. Like, what was that? What is one thing you can teach a man? Like, this is what you should l- take the time to discover before you just jump to thinking that she's every other girl.
1: Right. Um, I don't know. I guess you can answer that after we decide. Um,
0: You can start barking.
1: Yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. Go. Keep going, Mike. But go. I guess for me and for us, the biggest thing was, um, I don't know. It wasn't just, it wasn't just me, right? Like once you started talking and dating me, it was like, oh, then it was my sister, and then it was my mom, and then it was my uh, dad, and then it was my family. You know, like you it's just like, and everybody's gonna be at a different phase in the relationship. Like for me, that's just where I happened to be, right? Yeah. Like my family was a big part of of um, who who i was yeah so take the time number one i feel like we took the we took a lot of time what do you mean to get to know each other uh, okay right to get to know each other and to develop our relationship like it wasn't just like a oh because couples do this do that like we've taken the time and we've allowed ourselves to be individuals so i feel like a lot of times like especially young guys you're like no i want you to do this this is this and like i've been told that this is what girls do and blah 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 like no you have to allow her to show you who she is and Mm -hmm. show you her needs and show you what she wants because everybody's going to be different Mm -hmm. so in particular us what i say one thing that i had to teach us is you were always respectful Mm -hmm. you were always very respectful very um like a gentleman, yeah. right? I don't think that we ever lacked that. Like you opened the door for me. I remember you paid for me. Um, You were just sweet. But once we started not looking eye to eye, we kind of butted heads. So it was more of a like, you're going to have to understand my experience and where I come from. And you're going to um, need to listen to that. Like mm-hmm. I think for you, it was kind of all like because it was so okay at the beginning and good at the beginning. We always just thought, oh yeah, that's just gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Or if I if I raise my voice, she'll simmer down. No, I won't. Mm. Like I said before, yeah, yeah, I did. Have I, to, I did fuel, have to learn that one. Yeah, I am fuel to your gas. So mm-hmm. like, light me up and I'll explode. Um, I think it was just that. As much as I had to, I think that you can answer that for me and everything that I had to learn.
0: Yeah, I would definitely say like, um, me dating a new girl like i think like for any man like going into it like you know understanding that like you can't judge this girl against any other girl um like i i think the comparisons comparison comparing any girl to another girl is just the stupidest thing to do luckily i didn't do that um but i see that happening that mistake being made like okay this in the past it'll just work for her as well Mm -hmm. um i think secondly
1: it's funny because you do switch it up i'm like oh why didn't you do that for me <laughs> oh yeah stupid um
0: the, the second thing um is like i agree with you taking the actual time we took so much time to understand like the the minuscule little things in our relationship <laughs> and we did that like we took the time to like get to understand each other's family life what each other's interests were what we chose to you know put our time and energy in um but we also took the time to understand, like, okay, we don't have to move so fast. Like, I, we we started dating quick. Like, that was a fast, like, just, we we started talking, and two weeks later, we were dating. Um, So... two weeks, two weeks. Th- I guess, it yeah. It was, like, a month. Hell no, bro. We started talking in May, and we were dating May 5th.
1: We did not start talking in May, Malink. I
0: couldn't tell you, but, okay.
1: We went to prom in March and started dating in May.
0: No, prom is not in March you're and okay. son um but we took the time Regards afterwards like we took the time to actually get to know one another and get to know like the little intricate things that make you you so luck like i came in at a pivotal time of like your things were going on in your family so i like i was seeing i was perceiving what the way you are and what makes you you um and that was one of the things like i internalized just getting to know you you know why is she so fiery why is she like so like what's our passions Mm -hmm. and things like that and that's what drove me to like what's next like what's next within us and thinking in the future so then going in that like within like where we developed our own future goals and what we thought the future was um what do you see like you know when you were going into this relationship like what the future holds like going forward
1: every year it's crazy right that it's been another year like this year it's going to be six years and I, I could honestly full heartedly say that I did not go in a relationship thinking I was going to marry you or yeah, yeah, dating yeah. to marry you, you know, like it just I was young. I was like, oh, let me have a boyfriend and <laughs> see what yeah. this is about. But I don't think it took too long in being able to give us that space to become one another. And then, yeah, we're young adults, but man, do we know what we want? And aren't we on a track? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, like we did what we thought was right and what we had to do we went to college we graduated college i got a job now still going back to college you're getting your masters like it's all been part of um a plan that we've kind of created for each other and you know like for you it's big to for you to do your doctorate and i want that i want to be with you because i see how motivated and driven you are like I want to get through everything. Mm. I want to get through getting our first place. I want to get through getting each other Tesla's. Like mm. um I don't want a big wedding, but I want to marry you, you know? Mm. Like I want to raise a kid, a kid. Good job. And um And I see that. Like mm. it's it's and I'm always also a person where like I don't know what tomorrow might say. I love you with all my heart. But hey, if it's not going to work out and we're no longer complimenting and growing and allowing each other to be happy, then we'll have to deal with that when it comes. Like, it's going to suck because it's been six years for us already. But I wouldn't I wouldn't stop that. Right. So I think that freedom of allowing each other and not like trapping each other, just feeling comfortable together. We
0: always said we always said, like, no matter what, like if. If we are just not happy, that like we have no problem, to, even if we have the the certain amount of years in of leaving at any point in time,
1: right? Which I think is weird. It's
0: weird, but it's like.
1: But I think that's how we much think. we love each other. Yeah. Like I'd love to see you be happy and get everything that you want, yeah. and that's that's weird.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, there's so many people that we see that are just together and are that have been together for like twenty plus years and they hate each other, right? Like no. Like I don't ever want that's to be that couple. That's what we don't want, you right? I don't want to be that couple. Um, so like you mentioned, like you know, you went, you're in now. You're a woman in the corporate world. Like, You're in the working world now. I in,
1: wish corporate, not
0: corporate, <laughs> but in, in, the, in the working world. So, um, what has that been like that transition of you know you you working in, um, the working world and and being a woman and that's an, also a minority, Spanish speak Spanish. And in engineering, like what has that like right? I have in like itself?
1: so. Not only am I a woman, I'm a minority, and then I'm in a male, white, male dominated Dominate, field. Yeah. So I think the there's a new terminology because that's like triple minority on top. It's like <laughs> it's like intersectionality, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'd love okay. to do more research on that because I don't know. But I, I I I saw I'm it mentioned. To it. Yeah. Right. So um, what has it been like for me?
0: Yeah. Just so. Just for. For any woman that's out there and that's about to go into like the workforce, like what did you experience like going into you know, you, you work for a company that you love, like you love that I environment, do. you love the work. So like that perspective a lot of people won't have. But right. like what is that for you? Like what has it been but like But
1: I think you can find that. And I for me, again, it happened early on and I was able to have an internship where I've been with my company for what, three years before yeah. I started full time. Yeah. Like that's that's um that's a treat, right? Yeah. I don't think a lot of people can say that, but have they been a part of my success and my story? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it is difficult. And this, again, comes my whole, you know, like I'm a boss hmm. and I knew I was going to get it, you know, like I didn't apply anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I didn't apply anywhere else and um, but I was offered a position, so I took it. um, And not only, like, not just because it was my only option, but because it's where i saw myself mm. right so let's go back to being a minority and a woman i do go through that imposter syndrome right because mm,
0: on that. what is that yeah
1: where it's just like am i really an engineer right yeah, now yeah i've even had like and listen this is like maybe i won't even touch on it but it's just like um <laughs> Oh, you're an engineer. You know, just like that type of response that I've gotten from people. I'm like, yeah, I am. Like,
0: it's just not. What I do. It's not the quote-unquote what's expected right. for you to be doing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right, but I've also had a lot of support on the way. I, I can't, I can't sit here and say that people were able to break me down because number one, I never did it for anybody else but yeah. myself. Right, I never did it for anybody, but the pride that I knew that it would bring to me. And my close friends and family, right, yeah. I accomplished that because I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Was it difficult? Yes, because number one was first generation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an older sister, but she didn't um, actually graduate college. So it was also a different time where everything was different. I had to figure out how to do all that FAFSA, how to apply. Bro,
0: when, someone, when I saw a post, it was like, I am tired of fast food coming into my household every summer and ruining my household because I forget my password. Like, dude, like that dead ass was me, and my dad. Like until my dad was like, write your password in your phone, yeah. and so you don't and forget. Look, it. you had your dad. My
1: mom, yeah. mom does. My mom does not know.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Nothing. Yeah.
0: So, that taxes portion, like, oh I my god, I was know like, what please
1: to do. just do your taxes. And yeah. my parents, thank God, my parents did their taxes and everything. But, um, I struggled with that too because. When my parents got separated and everything, it was like my dad doesn't live my house. Like you want not yeah. come, you want come check my house. You know, yeah. okay. But so beyond that, um, and then it was everybody always told me go to college, right? But nobody ever told me what it like what, what it do. entailed, what yeah, to yeah. do, or like what to be. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So that was definitely hard because I still feel like. And I don't want to say I regret it, because I also believe that, like, I am where I am right now, because that's where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And if I would have done anything differently, you know, like, it just wouldn't have turned out to be what I needed.
0: Yeah. Well, So then, when you went into becoming an engineer, like, when you were in college, what did you see, like, as a woman, compared to, like, a lot of other people? Like, you know, I'm, it's a white male-dominated field.
1: And that's so, a fact.
0: Yeah. So then, like... What was that experience like, you know, luckily, like, you know, I would go to class and when I would go to my history class, it was white dominant as well. Mm-hmm. But I never felt like there was probably times where I felt like, damn, like, I don't know all this. Like, they know way more than me. You know, I'm just oh, not I felt prepared. like that.
1: I still feel like that. Yeah, I still feel like that. And I think that's one of the biggest things I struggle with, because we kind of, you know, like we weren't told we could do that. And not only that, but like. Again, I don't see myself in that. So, like, who do I go to? Yeah, I'm going to go talk to this, you know, like, this white kid who was like, oh, yeah, my dad's an engineer, and his, his dad was an engineer, too. I'm like, shit, like, I, I, don't, I don't have anyone in my family who was an engineer like yeah. that. So, uh, like, that's what I was going to touch on. Like, I don't love living in my marginalized identity. So, I see beyond that, right? And I see beyond my color and, um...
0: You should love living in that, though.
1: I don't... I'm going to tell you why I don't. I don't... Because you know that in this world, in this America, you don't need me to tell you that I'm a woman. And you don't need me to tell you that I'm brown. Mm -hmm. Like... That's who I am. Yeah, yeah. That's who I come up to in every room, mm-hmm. in every classroom, yeah. in every project. That's what I am, mm-hmm. right? So what do I pride myself in? The work ethic I bring, the work I produce, the relationships I, I form, and the friendships that I bond with, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I bring. That's what I can control. I can't control that I'm a woman, and I can't control that I'm brown. Yeah. So that's why I don't like... Living in my marginalized identities, I I'd rather push on and show you what's beyond that.
0: Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. That's yeah, that's what you mean. That's why I. See so that. I think that I think I touched on this in like one of the last episodes of like you know besides like um you know at Salisbury I had the chance of walking around like with this this white man and like walk around the campus and we did like a campus cleaning, um just to check to see if, like, the campus was safe at night, what's not safe, you know, spot areas, any lights, or trimming, or whatever that may be. And during this conversation, we had, we were just talking about, you know, Trump, what it means to be white in America, being a minority in America, and we start touching on, like, affirmative really action.
1: I hate talking about Trump.
0: No, I'm not going to talk about Trump, but, like, talking just about affirmative action, and, like, okay. that's where we brought up the point of, like, when he was like, so you understand, like, affirmative action. I'm like, yeah, 100%. He was like, so you understand that, like, you know, you're getting you you're getting a leg up. And I was like, hold on, that's where you're wrong.
1: Right. And
0: that's when he was speaking on that. And I was like, you know what? um, You owe us for what you did to our people and what has happened afterwards, the years after. Just because slaves right. were freed, look at what we're dealing with between redlining, everything like that like that exists. So that's why I looked at him and I was like, you owe me. I was like, I know that I should get the leg up when I apply for a job because you have to fulfill a quota. You know why that exists? Because you weren't fulfilling that, you weren't, you weren't, they weren't hiring us because of the color of our skin.
1: Number one, yeah, like I'm, I'm not so about that life. I, I'm, I'm absolutely not about that life because you owned people at a time in your life. Like, yeah. sit down.
0: Yeah. So that's why I say, like, when he looked at me, I was like, yeah, you owe, you owe us, like, you owe us the opportunity for us to come in and have a job, a leg up because we you your diversity quota. Right. But so not that's only why I say you, you should have pride and and you know you should not that you don't have pride, but you should hold that like. Okay, I understand on color. I understand this, what you see me as, but that's why I told the man at the same time. I said you're gonna hire me, and if you hire me just because of my, qu- I'm gonna fill your quota. That's not all. I'm gonna prove to you because I'm gonna prove to you my work ethic. I'm gonna prove to me the quality oh, well, of work that comes from that. Do you know that's what many, I think you're saying, yeah,
1: yeah, that's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Do you know how many times I was told it's like, oh, it's because you're a woman. Oh, it's uh-huh. yeah, I remember, I remember when you got into Rowan. Yeah, and that. people in my program and yeah. at RCBC didn't get into Rowan. Yeah. So
0: they're still good guys, but those comments are wrong.
1: Right. And it's yeah. just things you don't know. And I'm not black. Um, I'm Hispanic. My mm-hmm. parents are immigrants from Ecuador. Um, so but still, you know, we face that same adversity adversity and
0: yo, why are you having trouble with that word, son? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> you haven't um, dealt with enough adversity in your life. So yeah, <laughs> it's like that.
1: <laughs> um But yeah, so this is the other thing. I need you to acknowledge my color. Yeah. Now I don't want you to treat me.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah,
1: I don't want you to treat me how you think you need to treat me treat to me make me. This is the other thing. Like, I don't need no man to uplift me and mm-hmm. I don't need no mm-hmm. no nobody. Yeah. Like, oops, too bad. I already know I was good enough. Yeah. You know, and that goes back to go. What's
0: that quote you like? Unapologetic. Isn't that one of your quotes you like? I don't know. That's one of those quotes you like. You always write everywhere.
1: Right. Uh, I don't know. Right now it's slipping my mind, but it's hard because you do struggle with that because you are constantly reminded, you know, like I said, the same thing. Like, I don't know enough. I'm not good enough. Like, that does go that, through what my was, head. What did you
0: say that was that you, you felt like you were doing with, um, what was it, um like, imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome, right. It's just that's funny. That's that's a, that's a something that exists and like, all the time when I'm working in higher education. It's like, I feel like just an imposter. Like, I don't know everything. And, like, I don't mm-hmm. have all the answers. And so people look at me to have all the answers, and I don't. Um, so that's not just funny. the
1: answers but just like are you really here as a oh, brown girl okay, like you know what i'm saying like and i, I have thank pos- god though. you do
0: i have paused positive syndrome in life though i feel like there's a lot of times in life where i'm just like you know i have you know i'm comfortable i have nice things I, i'm doing what i need to do and i have a positive of like when i see my family that's still like Right. In a position where, like, they still need help, you know, and like that's they're not what's doing that the best survivor's guilt. Yeah, like I have that where I look at my all my friends from Philly, like you know, none of them graduated from high school. I am the only one I graduated from high school, and I was going to college and getting my next degree and graduating with a math. So it's like I have that guilt of like, damn, like look where I come from, and like that guilt of like, shit, I made it, and now I am like looking at my brothers and like you guys got to make it. Like I don't want to be the only one with like nice things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I were to have a nice house or a beach house or a nice car, like. I don't want to pull yeah, up and, like, fuck, like, I'm community. shitting on you. Yeah, right. I, want, I want everyone to come with me. I'm I from Beverly. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I want everyone like, to come with me. So, like, right. I deal with that on a, on a daily of, like, people look at me like, oh, he's better than me. Like, look, he wears change. looks like that. And I'm like, No. Like in no shape or form, like when you yeah. look at me, like you, all you see is this glitter and glam, whatever, like that. But you don't see oh, the. You're dirt. so
1: glittering glam. Oh
0: my gosh, it's just like cool. But you don't see all the dirt that I have went through to right. get to this point. So that's where I deal with like the survivor girl. Like you know what? Strip all this off. Like if I were to go talk to a like his kids, girl
1: got him that sweater. That's what he's wearing.
0: Who put you on the sweater? Oh, okay, <laughs> you know. it's essentials. Um, I, like who put you on like, that was for you Wiley <laughs> who put you on like like the, 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 just that stuff like that like dealing with that, that survivors go all the time like right. the people I come in contact with
1: yeah and I'm grateful to I'm grateful to have had those opportunities in college as well right because kudos to Rowan for trying yeah. At least to have yeah, yeah, yeah. different programs and different, you know, my department head was a woman. I did have a professor who was a woman. Like it was nice seeing that. And
0: you had the opportunity to like see like you you traveled with at Rowan like free like you know what I mean like you got not the free
1: man did I work hard?
0: Yeah, but you know what I mean like I you know, didn't just I do am. like and you weren't just an engineer student at Rowan like you made sure you got involved like you know first generation like the first gen yeah. program like you were a guest speaker there um you and every time you are involved in something you make an impact in that in itself you know like that's where like what well, there's one aspect as a woman like you know everyone always says you know Malik you're impactful like you made a difference like thank you for what you do but like right for, for me, us it's it, like nothing yeah for, right for us, that's crazy it. but within each other it's like I, I was like when I like I went to I still think about this day like when I went to the first generation I wasn't able to go when you spoke But afterwards, like, everyone coming up to you and everyone telling me, like, Malik, you're lucky. Like, she just killed that shit. And I always know, like, she's going to have the room crying. She's going to cry. Oh, my
1: God, we ugly cried. (laughs) It was bad. I was like, yo, I'm an ugly crier. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I knew she was going to cry. But to see that, like, that's where I find, like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, all right. I'm not just the one. Luckily, I I found someone that wants to make a difference in the world in their own way. Like, we're not both, like, we're educators within ourselves. We're talking to people. Mm -hmm. But. You don't want to do it through the schooling system. You want to do it through environmental work, you know, giving back to these communities. Humanitarian work. Humanitarian work. So, like, that's like, it was an aspect in the relationship. Like, I love to see that. I was like, oh shit. Like, all right, luckily, this is a person who has values. Like, that's it. Right. Who has values and motivation and
1: goals. That's crazy that you say that because you ask me what I do, and I'm like, oh, nothing. (laughs) You know, like, ugh, like, I just work. Yeah. Or, you know, what did you do during college? Uh, not really, right? You know, like I just yeah, try to. True, I, just, I just try to pass my classes, but like you, ask other people. There's not a lot of the... people
0: that can say they went to India and helped build, oh. you know, a water system in India while they were working in college, and then actually went to go see its fruition and and do it. You know right. what I mean? So like, you made an impact to a town while you were in college, and you didn't just like, you know. Working with engineers without borders, like that's something that you did like on the side. Like you decided to be involved in that and put a lot of time into yeah. that.
1: Yeah. I took cl- I took it as class credits because thank God that was offered because I can't imagine having to yeah. do it just on the side, but for sure. And and you saying that just brought up that emotion of like we really are out here and like not giving ourselves credit. Yeah. Like oh all oh, that we've been through. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like literally literally starting from the bottom and i think you had might have had a little rougher growing up and everything because like i had everything i ever wanted everything i ever need like if i had if i could ask for something and i had an a on my report card which i always did i was getting it Mm -hmm. like i had food i traveled i went on vacation i got new clothes yeah i did whatever i wanted right um and of course things change and grow up but um but like we really did that you know like my parents were immigrants Immigrants like we weren't supposed to be here how Mm -hmm. wild is that that my my children are gonna or my child is gonna look back on our history and be like my mom was the first one to you know besides my parents who obviously established these roots yeah like my my mom was the first one the first american generation right and i always like to say i'm ecuadorian american because ecuador blood runs through my veins america did not build me strong my parents did um but like for them to be able to say that and then for us to have that opportunity to create something that we that we didn't yeah. have, that generational wealth, yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. And I always love to say that I'm rich in experiences, mm-hmm. and I don't need to be rich in money, because money comes and goes. Oh, no, honey. I, I got a stack in my back that money. I can spend right now, <laughs> give me some, and it wouldn't make have, a difference. I'm going to
0: have money Don't, Malik. I ain't gonna lie to you, like
1: no. With the money, we still need to let Malik mature and get to that point in his life. With money comes experience, and it definitely does. And that's because you didn't have that growing up, so I did. Yeah. So that's where we again have different outlooks and see things differently. But I see you, and just in the time frame of us being together, I am so incredibly proud. You know, people ask me like, "Oh, how's Malik doing?" I'm like, "He's doing great. He's getting his masters." You know. Like he's becoming the man he wants to be. Mm-hmm. You work, you, you know, you're, you're an older brother. Like you dedicate that time, you know, you have a great relationship with um, my family. Like mm-hmm. you've become part of that, but it's seeing us actually accomplish everything that we yeah. set ourselves to like we're 24 yeah. and to a lot like that to me is like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm 24. It's my golden year. Like I thought I'd be in a different place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it'd be, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> in the world. Yeah, yeah. But in my corner I am, you know, and like our family is so proud of us. Like Mm -hmm. it's so nice to sometimes hear and touch back and it's just like you can't feel it right now because you're living through it. Living it, yeah. Right. When
0: you look back. I mean, even within that, like within our relationship, like when we look back and we're like, yo, it's not a lot of people that can say like they started dating in high school, um, and they're still dating until a certain amount of years later and that in itself is an accomplishment. Right, like we don't celebrate. Like we'll do things here and there to like you know go out and stuff like that. But we don't sit there and be like, okay, like we made this far. Like it's an accomplishment within itself. We had our roughs, our rough periods. We have our rough times. Um, but we look who we have become and look what we have created. Like we have created a system. We have created a community within ourselves. And like a long lasting, like, a yeah. like yeah. you know, royalty that we're looking to pass down within generational wealth. And, like, we have sat in, like, this is another aspect that I want to put on to, like, for future couples and things like that to understand. Like, when you're out there and you're thinking of, like, you know, what your life is going to be like, we never got in the way of what each other is going to be. Like, we never said, okay, cat, you can not do this because I'm doing this or I, you can not do this. So we've always, like, took taken the you time. You have
1: to put yourself first.
0: Yeah, but we've right? taken the time now. Now is where we're in a point of, like, all right, things are getting serious, more serious than what it is. We have to think about the future, what, where our career is taking us, where places we're we gonna live. But we also take the time to be like sit down and have genuine conversation of like what our goals are in life, like what do we want to achieve in life. All right, those are your goals. These are my goals. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know next is I want to check this one next off. Yo, I want to start beginning working on this next thing. Um, towards we talked about you know. Our key thing now is generational wealth. Like, I think our main focus is now, like, you know, bringing wealth to ourselves, which comes with generational wealth. You can't have generational wealth without bringing wealth to yourself, right? Um, and creating and manifesting this because, you know, we just watched a podcast with, like, I am athlete. One of the, like, the craziest aspects that one of the guys stayed on the podcast. Um, and he was, he's like, um, what is it? Like, I would say, like, a financial advisor. He is one of the biggest black financial advisor companies, like, on the growth right now. And he was talking about you know generational wealth he's like when we t- when we discuss wealth and things like that he's like in, a, in the black community like they're, they're all nFL players so he's like when you got your money where does your money go and we always say he was like up like we always send our money up like to our parents like we started helping our parents out and he's like now in the white family where does money go and he was like down and he's like that's the difference that's where generational wealth begins it's like we have to recognize that like yeah we help our family we help our parents like and that's just Something that's in all of us, minorities as a whole, like, you know, you passing down for your family, like, who are immigrants, you giving back and be like, not that I owe you, but you came here to make a better place generational after you. Like, they took that leap of faith. So now it's our turn to take that leap of faith and pass it up, but also establish yourself to pass it back down. And like, those are goals that we take to achieve within each other and and establish this like kingdom within itself. And I think, like, as a woman, like, that's something that I've seen a woman do is, like, not put pressure on me, but I say this for my dad, too. Like, not put pressure on me, but be like, okay, hold yourself to a standard. Like, luckily, I already had that, like, where I held myself at a standard, and just every day I would walk. But with a strong woman is, they'll hold you at a standard of, like, you can't be down here. And when I say that, I don't mean just, like, you need to have money, you need to do this for me, you need to do this. But hold yourself at a standard of, like, you represent me the same way I was representing you. And that's what I say, like, you did well. It was mm-hmm. like, you, I never had to wear, like, she's not representing me. Like, she's out in the streets. She's not doing good work. Like, she's being stupid. Like, I never had to wear with that. I was like, I know if I'm not paying attention, like, just, like, not like a parent, but, like, if I hear a professor talking to you, I know she, like, a professor's like, yo, thank you so much. Like, you're close with your professors. Thing like, that. like, seeing that I have a woman who, like, is respectable and, and does good work, that's all I could ever ask for. Because besides that, it's like, what is our name? Like, how could I say one day I'm gonna marry you and change your name to Howard if if I don't feel like you even carried Can we yourself. Hyphenate my name? You're wildin', bro.
1: <laughs> you see you're machismo.
0: That's not machismo. <laughs>
1: That's
0: not machismo at That's all.
1: That's part of my story. My last name. Got Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> Howard. Take that <laughs> off. Um but yeah, so so within that I think that I wanted to understand like, um, being a woman, you know, in the working world, you know, you graduate from college, you have a man now, you know, what was one of your biggest lessons that you learned, um, within that, like within encompassing all of that, what was one of the biggest lessons you learned?
1: We're in different places in our life, mm-hmm. which makes it really, um, difficult to kind of have that, like you said, that same bar, that same expectation, or I'm doing this, so I need you to do that. I can't ask yeah. that from you right now, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm getting paid, like. I have a full-time job. I'm getting paid and I'm making money. Yeah. You're on a stipend. Yeah. Um so I think one of my biggest lessons is taking you for where you are in your life and then making sure I'm taking care of both of us cuz that's what I want for us in the future. Yeah. Right? And then not just monetary, but I mean and you step up and and you're very um you're very good at um attention to detail and gifts and just making sure that I feel loved and things like that, right?
0: I think that's important to pick up on, like, the love languages, how we speak about, like, and even reevaluating those often. Like, we take a time to, like, you know, go back and, like, actually, like, redo the test because things change in relationships. So, like, right. we take the, if you haven't, taken the love language test, and that's important because you'll understand, like, Okay, my love language is words of affirmation, um, gift giving, um, and there's a bunch like, what is it, touch, um, time, like spending time with her. There's a bunch of them um, to where it's like she has to understand mine, and it's important that I understand hers.
1: Because I give love how I like to receive love. Yeah, I'm not good at it.
0: Yeah, so then that's where it changes you. Like, you'll be like, okay, like a lot of men, I would say, like, with their women, they're they're so used to their women just are the ones that constantly need the need, need and the man is just like left in the wild and like left with no one fulfilling what they want in the relationship mm-hmm. so with doing that like you understand like okay this is what my man needs this is what he needs in the relationship as well he needs words of affirmation whether that be like i like get cut g or you know like that fit is fire today or something you know what i mean yeah. or if it's like you know like you surprised me with this hoodie like you see already had the hoodie i love the hoodie i was bragging about like in the hoodie that I wanted another one, so you just automatically did. It. You know, that's a meaningful gesture for you that I love and I appreciate the same way as you know me taking the time to rub your back for thirty hours of the day. Like it's something that like you know that fulfills your bucket and that fulfills your word of affirmation. Um, or My what touch. your touch and and things like that.
1: Yeah, I'm really big on the touch. Like when we're just sitting there, yeah. I, I need you to just yeah. touch. Like where's touch. your hand? Yeah, right. Um, what were you we saying before
0: that? So I have no idea. Yeah, I forget. You can't ever just be like, you can't say that. Like, where were we at? It just goes.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I I was, I think I was just saying as, as a couple and what I've had to learn. You yeah, asked yeah. me my biggest yeah. Lesson. lesson. Yeah, 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 you're right. And I think it's just that I feel like we were at different points and it was so weird because we graduated high school at the same time, but I went to community college. Different routes, yeah. You were... Um, commuting, and then you went full-time at Rowan, mm-hmm. and then I transferred, but I had to do extra time. So you graduated before me. Yeah. I graduated a year after you. Then you started your master's program. And then I graduated, got a job, and started my master's program. And now you're going to graduate, and I'm still in school. Yeah. <laughs> like We've been in such a thing. But I think it's been that. I think it's been letting you be where you need to be, um, supporting you through that, and then also knowing how i can not only focus on me but also together as a couple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, i i agree. I think that's one of my my lessons that i learned with being in a relationship with you is like um managing each other, um the time that we had to put into each other and also being intentional. I think that was one of the base lessons of everything i do should be intentional like, you know, luckily i'm one of those people that like the little things is what matters to me. Like I sit there and like I'll plan ahead. Like okay, let's. I want to do this for her. I want to get her this. I'm I'm constantly thinking of ways to bring oomph into the relationship. Like to add a little spark into our relationship. Six years in, you know, people that are married are always like you have to spice up the relationship. Not just in the bedroom, but also like you know, day to day life. You know what I mean. You could be getting into the routine. And that's what would freak me out all the time that we had in a relationship. Where, like, and I was oh, unhappy, we got in
1: such a routine. And I
0: was unhappy all the yeah. time. And I was like, I'm not happy because I, I can't be in a routine. Like There's one thing I can't do. And that may be because, you know, growing up, I always went back and forth to my mom and my dad. Like, I was never in, like, a, a specific routine. Like, I did sports or I would change a new sport. Like, I always needed change. I always needed something to come. And I feel like a lot of times that's what happens to a lot of people is they get caught up in a routine and they hate it. And like they run away from it to mm-hmm. look for something else. So I constantly be like, we have to change. We have to do something different. I can't just come from Salisbury, we go to your job, we eat dinner, and then we go back home and we waste a week in a way. Like we have to plan something, we have to do things. Um, and I feel like that's so important in a relationship is to constantly just be involving within your right. relationship. Never and it's stay stagnant. been
1: hard with COVID because yeah. there's not much we can really do. And then you're annoying because I'll be like, let's do this. You're like, nah. Or you come and you're on your phone. And I'm like, all right, remember yeah. that I said, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and we fight back and forth and, and, you know, we try, but I, I but like,
0: actively trying, you know what I mean? Like, you know, making right. that just like, okay. 'Cause sometimes you drove walk. three hours and yeah. you're tired. <laughs> I know she doesn't care for me being on my phone and watching battle rap. To whereas I know like she wants to walk. So we'll, I
1: cannot watch battle rap. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll,
0: so then you like even yesterday, you know, or two days ago we went for a walk, you know what I mean? I and was that like,
1: wasn't hard. And you make it sound like it's the hardest thing no, it's not. in your life. Okay.
0: Well, people made you you're making it seem like I'm just lazy out here. I say instead of like, okay i'm not i hate walking let's go for a run i'll go for a run with you rather than walking i'll do a three mile run but with you. but i don't want to run exactly you see what i'm saying so there's differences and like what fulfills your bucket you know what i mean right. so um but again like i saw it i'm like okay like i know she wants to go you gave up you were like all right let's go for a walk and i was like uh. and then we ate breakfast we washed the dishes and i came upstairs and you were like you just would probably just like whatever and i was like all right let's go for a walk let's go and you got the dogs and we went. You know what right. I mean? But it's it's understanding, like, you know
1: And sometimes a, I'll go by myself.
0: I yeah, and I have no problems. I'm like, You should, yeah. you can go, bro. <laughs> and and then you come back and you could be the person just to Throw it in my face and be like, "You right. didn't call me, da da da." But you go, you go for a walk, you come back, you're like, "All right, what do you want to do?" And then we figure something out to watch the movie. Right. right? I'm
1: like, uh, I'll be like, "Okay, take your time to do what you have to do for the next thirty minutes when yeah. I come back from my walk." Because you're big. Like, if you lay down and you're watching something, like you're like, "All right, let me just finish this," and it's an hour, two hours <laughs> long. I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> like, "What do I do for these two yeah. hours?" But, but it's
0: constantly evolving within a relationship. Right. All right. Um. So to bring it to a head. Um
1: to a head? Oh yes, okay.
0: Don't try me, bro. Like a pimple. Don't don't try me, bro. Um <laughs> Can what I is pop some, your pimples? What is some advice um that you would like to just leave the audience with in in this segment of in women we trust um going forward?
1: Some advice. I don't know, I feel like I've had to hear it recently. Um when I'm at my breaking point and I can't call Malik because he's at his breaking point with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll call Seth. <laughs> and or my sister i'll text my sister but i don't like talking to my sister and my mom because it stresses me out that they're stressed out that i'm doing too much <laughs> they're like can you come home i'm like i have to do this like yeah. i have to do this and yeah. i'm sorry it's midnight yeah. like but um every once in a while you know i i'm able to talk to says you talking to me? um that it's temporary
0: the certain things in life that you may be going through is only temporary.
1: That they're temporary. And tomorrow is a new day mm-hmm. to just take a breath. be grateful for what you have right now. And, um, I've Sess has introduced a lot of different, um, practices in our life. Yeah. Meditation, yeah, yeah. um, going on walks, mm-hmm. having conversations, taking the time to talk yoga, um, do a little bit for you you know like it's hard to find the time and trust me i know i work a full time job i go to a full school full time and i'm doing research on top of that so like i have 14 16 hour days where i'm like i'm dead like you know i can't yeah but it's to take whatever you need if it's three minutes five minutes walk around like my one of my supervisors also gave me the this advice like go look at a tree (laughs) you know like life outside of you nature like feel the sun Mm -hmm. so my advice for personal care and then i'll say like relationship wise but it's temporary Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to get through it just like you've gone through everything at this point in your life Mm -hmm. and give it your all you know end each day with that being that like nothing else can get done and nothing that had to get done, didn't get done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just that, right? Yeah. You remember, like, I would freak out. I'm like, I have this assignment, do Like, I have to do it right now. But if it didn't get done, like, damn, do it tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it didn't get done. I think that's where, that's funny. Before you remember to to go into the advice for relationships, I think that was so funny how, like, we were so different in college, like and still are, like, to where it's like, you were, like, so uptight. Like, you're stressed. You constantly are, like, battling against the deadline, battling, but that's just how your degree has been. Whereas me, I'm like, yeah, I just it just didn't get done, like, or it, like, it's gonna get done, like, I or can't. you'll
1: prep weeks in advance yeah. and you're good to go. To
0: where, like, yeah, I'll work on something that's due two weeks from now, like a week in like advance. I know myself in that moment, yeah. and it's so different how we, yeah. how we are it's, in that second. It's so hard for me though, because yeah.
1: my weeks go by and it's just like I blink and it's Monday again. Mm. So, but whatever, right? You just get through it and then just take that second, and it's temporary, you'll come out of it. And stronger on the other side. And then if you don't well then get stronger mm-hmm. somehow.
0: <laughs> okay, then your relationship advice. Uh relationship Come advice. From a woman's perspective, yeah.
1: From a woman.
0: Give advice for um a man and a woman, um, uh, within a okay. relationship.
1: So for a woman, I think it's hard when you're young and when you have different um backgrounds or experience, mm-hmm. um, life, family, relationships. But, um, you need to put yourself first, Mm -hmm. right? Like beyond before any person, Mm -hmm. uh, especially like someone who you're, you're going to decide to commit to and be in a relationship and somebody who you're going to invest in. Because I think we said a lot of that, like if, if you didn't have a full cup and you were just emptying into mine, like Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have lasted. Mm -hmm. Right. So, that's definitely a difficult part but you need to have like um you need to be able to fill your cup on your own too because I feel like it's it's hard, especially when you're young. Like, you don't know what you want. You don't know who you want to be th- be with. But you have to experience it and everything. But you have to give yourself those boundaries, right? And set those boundaries. And like I said, when we st- first started dating, it's just like, what we're not going to do is this. Yeah, yeah. What we can try to do is this. Like, you have to give yourself that opportunity to grow. Not just stay s- stagnant. And not just be, like, below somebody. Or... Yeah. Give, 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 and then not be able to, to hold your straight yourself straight up. Mm-hmm. And then for, like, a man, I would say, I don't know, it's weird. Like, it all depends wherever you are in your life, but make sure. And I think this goes both ways. What I said before and what I'll say now, like, just make sure that you're with somebody who you can you can grow with and Mm -hmm. for if anything it like is just supportive yeah like you know going through life alone uh, that shit's hard yeah right like not having somebody to talk to Mm -hmm. or not having a friend i think that's another thing like we might have not been best friends for years before dating but we definitely have a friend yeah, yeah within each other mm-hmm. like we can say we're best friends you know like yeah, people yeah. are like who do you hang out with i'm like Malik. <laughs> like that's for a lot friend. of people
0: it's weird like people be like oh that's just your boyfriend like who do you hang out with and it's like no like that's my best friend like regardless of yeah like, there's times where i don't even think of you as my girlfriend like or like that it's just like a being you know like a, a coexistence <laughs> within each other
1: mm-hmm. no yeah for sure i definitely felt that too we're just like oh yeah that's my best friend mm-hmm. like do you do any? No, that's my best friend. That's who I want to do it with. <laughs> like I love Malink, yeah. you know. So yeah, I think that would be it.
0: Yeah. Um. So within that, I wouldn't say thank you for coming on and thank you for being the first guest on. Um. In women we trust. It, I wouldn't want it no other way. Um. And I appreciate you for being there and for um being you know the backbone, but also not being the woman behind me, but by my side. Um, as a walk every day to day life, um, I can't wait to see what um the next couple years have in and in, in, installed for us within the next even six months. Yeah. What that what that entails in, within itself, and um, I think we have to do another episode on our anniversary and just do like a, you know a flashback Friday of like you know what has led us up to our six year anniversary. Um, yeah, going I'm forward.
1: excited. I'm excited to have these conversations because we obviously have conversations, but we yeah. don't record them. Um or only those who are close to us Understand, share yeah. those um yeah. experiences, so I'm definitely excited thank you mm-hmm. um I'm grateful to be part of this and like to be able to support you because this is yours mm-hmm. right like um I help you get there but i i'm I'm proud and I'm excited for you to work through it, gain your audience yeah. um you know get the feedback, the yeah. criticism, mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but I'm definitely grateful for you. I love you and I can't wait to come back.
0: All right. Love you, ma. Um, thank you for those that are watching. Uh, please go like and subscribe
1: and comment if you want me to open my own channel with ASMR.
0: No, um, <laughs> not at all. Um, so comment below any topics you would love to see, Um, uh, within and women we trust. Um, follow us on Instagram at WeTrust_Podcast, underscore podcast um, and I hope that you guys are enjoying the content. If you know anyone out there that would be an amazing guest, please let us know. Emo is also within um, the bio within um, WeTrust_Podcast underscore podcast bio. Uh, you can find us on all the um, streaming platforms on YouTube. We also have a sneak peek and a really deep conversation that's going to come out. Um, following this episode, so get this to a certain amount of views, and we'll post that as well as well because that is a very really deep conversation um that goes into you know everyday life of what we go through. um As one, well. I appreciate also
1: um be sure to comment and give your feedback because yeah, Malik is sure. willing to grow and he's new to this, so he's he's excited to you know give you a little bit more of what you guys want to see yeah. or. Or what you guys want to hear, what you like and don't like.
0: Yeah, yeah for sure. Thank you, guys. And with those we trust.